Greetings and salutations and welcome to Recasted, the podcast that is real life, talking about fictional movies about real life. Yep. Ah. Once again, we find ourselves at the beginning of a new month worth of themes, and we wanted to move away from the fantastical world of witches and get right down to films about real life events, or at least that's what we think. <laughs> we weren't really sure when we read our list, but the man that's leading the charge this month is Hassa. Hello. And following closely behind, it's myself, Chris. Charge. <laughs> you got this. Uh, the last time we ventured into this particular American history, it was over four hours long. And I lost track of all the characters. <laughs> this is a very different film. This is a very different film. This time we get a shorter and yet more powerful story of the men that fought in the Civil War and a pretty amazing cast. So let's get right down to some history of real-life events as we recast Glory. Yeah. Now, uh, do we want to make any Glory jokes here before no, we get into it? No, no Glory nope. jokes. No Glory jokes. Uh, um, yeah, this is also, what, the 54th? Yes, the 54th Massachusetts. Yeah. The first African-American company in the Civil War. Yeah. I don't know. I, I enjoyed this movie. I, I enjoy this movie. I thought it was really well done. The acting was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Denzel Washington and Morgan Freeman were just so good together. Um, but yeah, like I enjoyed like they didn't really shy away too much from the brutalness as much as what was the other movie called? Gettysburg. Gettysburg did. Like Gettysburg was very very bland. Well, uh, this one, it was bland, and I don't think it's in my fun facts, but I'm just gonna double check. No. It was like, but, like, this one was, it got really into the nitty-gritty right off. Because, mm -hmm. like, that first opening scene, some guy's head gets blown off. Yeah. And you're like, whoa. Yeah. And, like, it sh deals with Shaw's, like, kind of PTSD when it comes to the war. Like, Oh, it was definitely PTSD. You know, like, like, when the window opens and he goes, and he freaks mm -hmm. out and, you know. And they're just like, oh, no. Huh. Mm -hmm. yeah. We're giving you a promotion. Mm -hmm. I didn't do anything. <laughs> I got shot in the neck. <laughs> Yeah. And Neelix saved him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Recognize the voice. There, <laughs> yeah. there was a lot of Star Trek people in this movie. Yeah, playing little roles. Yeah. yeah. He played Hospital Steward. Yeah. <laughs> Ethan Phillips, guy who played Neelix on Voyager. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, no, this was a good movie. Um, they did a good job. Uh, Morgan Freeman, uh, Denzel Washington, like... Yeah. Amazing, Andre Bauer. Mm -hmm. My God, he looks <laughs> young. He was young at some point. <laughs> he was, <laughs> and he was happy. He was <laughs> like, oh my goodness, so Captain Holt. So, so much emotion. <laughs> <laughs> my yeah. goodness, because I'm like, I I saw the character. I'm like, why do I know that voice? And like, it took took me a couple of minutes mm -hmm. to realize, oh my God, that's Captain Holt. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, he's, he's younger, skinnier. Yeah, very different. Very different. He's way more enthusiastic. and Yeah. Yeah, this mm. was, you know, I know, I, I enjoyed this. I really thought it was a well-done piece of work. Like, mm -hmm. I think, I don't know if I'd watch it again, but I'm also not a civil history, mm. a civil war buff, right? So I don't think this is something I'll, I'll go back to anytime soon, but. No, you know. this is a good, like one-off for me i enjoyed it but i don't funny enough i don't really love real life event movies hmm. i know they're fictionalized and changed and whatnot but 
I watch movies to be like, ooh, fantastic, people flying through the air <laughs> or under the water. Yeah. But no, it was good. It was, uh, thank God it wasn't as bad as Gettysburg because, man, Gettysburg was just. Yeah, Gettysburg was slow and hard to watch. But this this one wasn't like like it wasn't mm-hmm. too too long. It didn't um, no, you know. And no, it, it, I, you know, I was very surprised to see Carrie Elvis. I yeah. didn't know he was in this. Um, all I knew was about Morgan Freeman and and Denzel mm-hmm. and Matthew Broderick. I didn't know he was in it until we just seeing him because he's a really good actor. It's just he normally plays these kinds of parts, right? I just no matter what, whenever I see him, it's always Robin Hood men in tights. Really? Yeah, I know Princess Bride, yeah, but it's, it's always, always Robin Robert Hood Roberts. men in tights. Yeah. It's always the unlike other British accent. <laughs> other Ron Hoods. I speak with the smallest British accent. Well, the thing is too, like I really, I really thought like they did a good job because, like, at the beginning during the party, he's all drunk mm-hmm. and you know he's complaining that you know why would anybody ever want to take that company and blah, yeah. blah blah blah. And like you think, oh, he's gonna be he's gonna be a dick. He's gonna be a dick about this, and but he's not. He's totally into it the whole time, and he's even like more into it than Matthew Broderick's character seems to be half the time. Huh. I did. So there, the, one of the great scenes, yeah, Robert Gouldshaw, one of the, the scenes I really enjoyed was when they're shooting and they're like, oh yeah, he hit it. Oh yeah, no, take my musket. Do it again, do yeah. it again. And then um, Shaw comes up and he's like, yeah, do it under pressure now. Okay, yeah. go, reload, reload, yeah. faster. And then he has the gun behind him. He's like firing it off and you're like, Oh, he he knows what he's trying to do. Yeah, because you kind of get the feeling Shaw's not like he he can't really lead. It almost feels like, but then he knows the thing. The thing I think about Shaw and like the difference between Shaw and mm-hmm. Forbes was Forbes yeah. was training them be- to not fight. Yeah, because he didn't think they'd ever get a chance to fight. Whereas Shaw was training them to fight. He he, he wanted was... he wanted them to be in the war. He yeah. wanted them to know because they were good soldiers. Yeah. Like and he wanted them to actually be out there fighting, and when they finally got a chance to, they showed that they were they were they good, were good, right? That scene where they where they won that battle was really really well done. Yeah. So, but but yeah, and then just knowing like because you you see that and it. Cause I mean, I don't know, I don't, I don't know enough about the actual history, but I feel like this was probably done somewhat to it, but it was it was the fact that dramatized, yeah, yeah, but the fact that Shaw legitimately cared about his soldiers mm-hmm. to some degree. No, not some degree, but it seemed like in the beginning, like, oh yeah, he's just being distant and he's like mm-hmm. putting them through this harsh regimen. Like, why are you doing this? Blah, blah, blah. But you're right. It's because he's like, he's seen what it's shitty out. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then he's like, no, like, I think just even that first scene where he's in the hospital and that one guy's like, don't take the leg. Stop cutting my leg. Yeah. You're just like, Ooh. Stop cutting. Please stop cutting. Weird random <laughs> trivia. Do you know the Gatling gun was invented because of the hospital ward? No. So the guy that invented the Gatling gun. Mm-hmm. Um, Gatling. Gatling. I think that's what the actual name was, yeah. He saw that more soldiers were dying in the hospital than from gunshot wounds. Yeah. So they decided to make a gun that would be easier to, like, basically, hopefully kill your enemy because yeah. it was a far more for humane way to die humane way because die quickly from a gunshot yeah. wound then slowly painfully in a hospital of some sort of infection yeah just yeah so anyways, yeah that was weird 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 fact pretty pretty bad um 
pretty yeah. bad time to be alive when it came to stuff like that. So, well, that was also the weird. Like, I get it. That was how they fought wars back then. It's just such a weird way of. We stand here, you stand oh, there, yeah. we shoot at each other and slowly move forward and keep shooting. Like, now, it's one of those things where, like, imagine you had a time machine and you had, like, just a container of modern stuff. Mm-hmm. You would win the war in, like, two days. Oh, yeah. We're just going to nuke you. What is a nuke? <laughs> oh, you'll see. No, just to... Uh, Line up your people over there. <laughs> just a. Uh, uh, AR-15 and a box of ammo. Like, I'll be, I'll yep. be good. <laughs> okay, boys, go shoot him. What the hell was that? He's, he's 500 yards away. We can't even see him. <laughs> Just a sniper rifle sitting there. <laughs> well, like yeah, modern, modern military would just. Oh yeah. Because yeah, it was such a, it was such a weird way of doing things, and it was like, like. But that it, was like it, Gettysburg too, right? Well, no, it was the same. Yeah, same, kind of was the same thing. But they had that whole like, you know, the thing I do find very interesting about these is the fact that your colonels and your generals and your everything are at the front line. Like mm-hmm. they, like Robert Shaw was at the front. Yeah, when when they went up against yeah. that fort, yeah, and they they tra- charged in. Yeah. I don't think a lot of them did that. <laughs> I think some of them, you know, probably stayed back. I think that might might have just been a. Like, I'm sure there's a lot of colonels and generals and stuff in that war who didn't go into the battle. Oh, there's right? probably, yeah, like generals and whatnot, but I feel like the platoon leaders and the, oh, yeah. and all that, like every, I mm-hmm. feel like they were always at the front yeah, charging in. Mm-hmm. But then that's the thing. When you're at the front, you generally are a little safer than you are in the crowd. Mm-hmm. True. Because especially back then, like, it was just hard to hit. Yeah. Right? You were just shooting and hopefully hitting somebody. And the fact they were standing in a line made it easier. Yeah. So, okay, do you want some fun facts? Yeah, fun fact it up. Fun facts on glory. Glorious fun facts? Glorious fun facts. Oh, man, can we start over? Yeah. I want to okay. redo this. Okay, we're starting over. Go ahead. <laughs> Greetings. <laughs> okay. So, at the end of the film, Colonel Robert Gould Shaw's body is thrown in a mass grave with the black soldiers. Normally, officers were given formal bur- burials, but the Confederacy... Confederacy? sorry, had such contempt for the black regiment that the officers were thrown in with the regular soldiers and no honors were rendered. After the war, Shaw's parents visited the site of Fort Wagner in South Carolina. When asked if they wished to have their son's body exhumed so they could take it home to Boston for burial, they declined. They said, apparently, uh, we would not have his body removed from where it lies, surrounded by his brave and devoted soldiers, explained Shaw's father, Francis George Shaw. We can imagine no holier place than that in which he lies among his brave and devoted followers, nor wish him for better company. What a bodyguard he has. It's very true. And that, that move, this movie definitely did seem like that's how they revered him. Yeah. Like he was, you know, helping them. He was helpful. He, he was, was helping them yeah. fight when they wanted to, yeah. right? Okay, the line spoken by Colonel Montgomery to the outraged Colonel Shaw when he ordered the burning of Darren. Secession has got to be swept away by the hand of God like the Jews of old, are Montgomery's actual words, quoted in a letter from the real Robert Gould Shaw to his family. thought that was interesting. Well, one of the writing credits on this movie is Shaw, mm-hmm. as from letters, right? So. I'm assuming his letters are all... Yeah. Uh, the real Colonel Shaw was witness releasing his horse before leading the suicidal charge on Fort Wagner, as depicted on screen. 
Um, although not shown in the film, Frederick Douglass's sons, Lewis and Charles, were the first New Yorkers to enlist in the 54th and 55th of the Massachusetts Volunteer Infantry, okay. which I thought might make good for this movie. That was the um, that was the governor or whatever it was, right? Frederick Douglass. Yeah. Um, he was the the white-haired guy that yeah. came at the party, right? Yeah. Okay. He's written a bunch of books. Yeah. Mostly about I, himself. I recognize the name. I just yeah. Um, and lastly, uh, Robert Gouldshaw and Charles Fesden Morse, I don't know how to really say this middle name, uh, were the only two soldiers whose real names were used in the movie. Morse, however, was not part of the 54th Massachusetts in real life. Cadet Forbes was based on Edward Needles Holloway, Hallowell? Hallowell, who led the 54th after Shaw died. So his, his buddy Cabot did not die. Okay. In the fort, it was after. Um, not, uh, I didn't write it down, but I do remember this one as well. Um, apparently, it is noted that Shaw was shot in the heart and fell into the fort, not outside of it like they showed. No. And apparently his men went in after him. That's why they went in. Got it. Because he fell in. Mm. Interesting. Okay. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Some fun facts. Fun facts. So this was a this was a Christmas movie. Uh, it came <laughs> Merry out <this> Christmas! <laughs> came out December fifteenth, nineteen eighty nine. The same year as our last movie that we did. Um, um, but this movie is one of those movies that has got a huge rating. Yeah. Critics gave it a ninety four, and audiences a ninety three. Like this one is one of those movies that like is up there. And again, like I've never seen this movie before. This is mm. a mystery to me. Actually, three out of the four movies we're doing this month they're all mysteries to me. Um, mm-hmm. So all of them are, uh, yeah. So it was I was pleasantly surprised, right? Because like we've watched a couple of movies that have been like, oh, these are the best movies of all time. We're like, mm-hmm. yeah, Citizen Kane was boring. <laughs> like, That's his sled. <laughs> Who's he talking to? <clears throat> Who so, hurt him? But yeah, you know, I really enjoyed this, and I, I really liked a couple of the speeches that both Morgan Freeman and Denzel mm-hmm. Washington gave. The one where Denzel was standing by the river. And Matthew Broderick comes in. He's like, "I'd like you to carry the colors." Yeah. He's like, "I'm not doing that." Yeah. I was like, "This is I'm not here for that. I'm here to, you know, to protect my people and you know, mm-hmm. free, make sure that my people get freed. I'm not here for you." Yeah, I'm but even that speech war. is like, "Who who who wins?" Yeah. Right. He has that that line. He's like, "Well, who wins at this? Like, no one, no one, no one wins at the war, right?" Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the whole. From from us sitting here in 2022, yeah, that war was fought for no good reason because there's a lot of people out there who still want this to be a real thing, and it's insane. <laughs> We're also in Canada, so. You know, but you know what I mean. No, I know. Like, so. the, the, the crap that's gone on. Yeah. And that's the shitty part when you really think about, like, the Civil War. Like, I mean, 100%, it, it solved part of their problem. Mm-hmm. In a big way, and that they're was, no longer owned. Yeah, that was the most shitty part of treat, history. They were still they were still treated very yeah. badly, and they were treated very very badly for years, years and years and years. <laughs> still, which, technically, are yeah. Which is one of the reasons why, for my remake of this version, hmm. obviously, I'd want to give it to a black creator, um, probably someone like Steve McQueen, who hmm. did Twelve Years a Slave, mm-hmm. um, to portray this really really well. Um, but also, take some of the focus away from Shaw 
and kind of put it more on like Morgan Freeman's character. Um, I think you you I I think you you need to you need to have the the juxtaposition of the two worlds, of course, and you mm-hmm. need to see what Shaw is doing. But like this was clearly Matthew Broderick's movie, and I kind of want it to be more of like those four people living in that tense movie. But I feel like right? it's it it's more of Shaw's movie because it was pulled from his letters, right? Yep. It was trying to and that that carving you see or that um mural or whatever it is at the end is an actual thing like it's it's up there it's in uh, boston somewhere i think Mm. um and i think that's it like i agree i think this is a i don't think this is a focus on just shaw it's it's shaw and his and the men yeah right it's yeah the four men in or the four men in the tent or Mm -hmm. denzel and trip Sorry, I don't remember what Denzel Denzel's trip, right? Denzel's trip. It was uh, Rollins. Rollins, yeah. Rollins. John Rollins and and uh, trip, just trip. No. Yeah, just private trip. Like it should be their their stories yeah. together, right? Interweaved. Mm-hmm. Um, and I agree. I think you need to do cut back a little on the training sessions and go into like you still have part of that first beginning of the training, right? Yeah. And getting it and getting the shoes like the shoes was a that's a big thing right? a big thing right where he's yeah. he's really fighting and he's like well why am i not yeah like why are these men doing this and it's like well because look at this like mm-hmm. you know. and i really like the scene where uh, where shaw comes up to um, rollins and is like i need your help yeah. i need to know what you need i need to i need right to know if i can come to you every so often right yeah. and that scene where they're where they're whipping denzel washington he's just staring at him that's some good acting so, <laughs> I didn't put it in the fun facts just because it's it is a terrible scene. But yeah, they did it well. But so they used an actual whip that was designed not to break skin. Mm-hmm. And the reason he starts you start getting the tears is because the Probably director st- did not call cut, <laughs> and then it just kind of kept going for a bit. It's kind of a dick move. <laughs> but it was also they also talked about how they're like, you know, everyone on set that day felt horrible yeah because they were like because they whipped denzel washington they're basically lynching a a black guy in a spot where they actually did that yeah and they're like we we feel terrible i i i really do feel for for people who have to do this in movies like that like where Mm -hmm. like with 12 years a slave where they all had to play slaves and and this or the same thing um i always thought about it because um it was always weird for me that uh, Ian McKellen, very mm-hmm. Jewish man, played a Nazi in a movie. Yeah. And I'm like, how hard would it that have had to have been? I feel the same way about these people. Yeah. Like, like how hard would it have to be to not only play those parts, but generally they film it in the same area, mm-hmm. like where your very close ancestors were probably there if they grew up in America, right? So, I don't. Know. Yeah, I mean that's it's the thing. Like, yeah. About. Whenever they do World War Two movies and and mm-hmm. American history movies and like yeah like the shit, <laughs> the Aboriginals in Australia yeah uh, Rabbit Proof Fence was one of the ones I saw that was kind of about that and like mm-hmm. God and I mean, even just... here we we have like the natives and all that yeah. too like God we we just as, as two white people we don't ever have to think about that and it's just one of those things that like. It's well, it's weird. also it's also because it's and not not 
putting down anything. It's also because it's the modern history, right? It's the history that we've yeah. we've recorded and like the sheer shock. Like you go back, humans are dicks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hundred percent. Right. Let's talk about we're let's, all. Let's, let's not get into the humans are dicks conversation. That's a very different podcast. Come see us on our next podcast, Humans Are This, where we just talk about the shit that humans have done throughout history. But again, it, it is a, to your point, it is a really good. I'm sorry. I would totally listen to a history podcast called Humans, humans Are Dicks. We should start that. That's our next one. Neither of us are history people. No, we'll find somebody. But to your point, like that really speaks to all these actors who put in so much emotion oh, and yeah. so much into this and like yeah like denzel washington does a great job yeah uh, morgan freeman like yeah he's that word when he's yelling at him yeah for for using the n-word the n-word on and off like just yeah. constantly and like but like he because they know it as such a derogatory term right mm-hmm. so yeah oh well and even like um it's funny because denzel calls andre bauer's character a snowflake mm-hmm I think he uses the same term in uh, Remember the Titans, which no. is, again, about... Where they go to Gettysburg. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, Denzel has done quite a few of movies about this subject. Yeah. Um, he famously played Malcolm X and mm-hmm. did it just remarkably well. Um, but, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's one of the big changes. The other one is, clearly, with the way we can do modern films nowadays, I would like to make it seem a little bit more realistic when it came when how it comes to like the blood and stuff like that but also from looking anything up about these people and this movie because mm-hmm. i i did look it up to be like hey is this at least somewhat of an accurate depiction of mm-hmm. what happened to these people and it is it's just they leave out a lot of they stuff do leave out a um, bunch. and i think that's one of the things that they shouldn't i think there should definitely be like cut down on the training like you said and add in more of their victories because from this movie, it looks like they had one victory and then the final loss, right? Yeah, but even their final loss. So they, they talked about this in, in the fun facts have a lot about the yeah. history because it's a history thing. Yeah. And they talked about like, even with the final loss, like they do lose like over half of the mm-hmm. 54th Massachusetts. Um, well, that, 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 when, when that general is like explaining mm-hmm. what's going on, it's like, don't go there. Yeah. Like, what a nightmare. Like, why would you want to go to that fort if you couldn't get there? And they did and they did make a, a, a mistake, because they say at the end of the film it was never taken. Yeah. While technically true, it was abandoned. The Confederacy eventually abandoned the fort because after the failed attempt, because that was a failure when they attacked Fort yeah. Wagner, um, the Navy continued to bombard it. Yeah. And eventually they found that because of all the mass graves they did, it was contaminating their water. Yeah, so they sense. had to leave. Uh, Fort Wagner is also no longer there. It was destroyed by the ocean because it's right by the sea. Mm-hmm. Probably a hurricane of some kind. Well, it just yeah. got got taken back. But then it was also noted that because of the bravery of the 54th and everything, that was what caused Lincoln to have further enlistings for for the uh, mm-hmm. for the African American soldiers. Yeah, which apparently helped turn the tide of the war. Well, like they, you know, mm-hmm. like the like it was. I know it's a huge thing, and it was a huge thing. It mm-hmm. is a huge thing. The Emancipation Proclamation is a massive thing. But look at it also from this way: it is a huge strategic war thing to have done. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, all those people who do all the jobs for you, guess what? They don't no longer have to. 
No. Here's a law saying they don't. So <laughs> So change it. And by the way, <laughs> yeah. here's like several thousand people that wanna fight yeah. against this. Yeah. Um yeah, that that was uh It was good thinking. It's so. good and good right. on you, Abe. But yeah, so I, I kinda want obviously put a little bit more gruesomeness in it because that war was terrible. Brutal. And one of the only times movies I've seen that's done a good depiction of what I feel with it was actually The Patriot, that hmm. Mel Gibson movie. Um, I know Mel Gibson's problematic, but uh, um, that movie... He's always fighting the British, so... <clears throat> yeah. But like that movie, because it was Mel, it was after Braveheart and everything, mm-hmm. Like he he made that movie bloody. Mm-hmm. Like there's that well, there's one scene in that movie where he comes this away just like covered in blood. Like, so... But that's not the gentleman way to fight a war. But it wasn't. That was the whole point of that movie. Yeah. Was it talked about the group of people that fought guerrilla warfare during, you know, but, uh, yeah. That stealed and robbed and didn't fight, yeah, the yeah. gentleman's war. And you're like, you guys are, no. Well, I've seen the gentleman's war, and it's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to fight the war I want. You stand here, <laughs> they will shoot at you. Yeah. You don't shoot until they shoot at you. <laughs> and then you take turns. Then you take turns. What? It's turn-based. <laughs> We rolled the nat one. We <laughs> failed. We don't go this turn. Wait, who goes first? Rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> Boulder Park from Cheers. <laughs> yeah. uh, any changes for you? Um, as I already mentioned, we're going to reduce the amount of the training session. I still want to keep it in because um, I like, I still like having that um, Sergeant Major McCauley the Irish um, drill sergeant, basically. Yeah. Um, who's... <clears throat> again, sorry. you seem like he, he's basically a dick and, mm-hmm. you know... He's very racist. Very racist. But he's very racist to a lot of the people. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he's also... He does have that line to him where he's like, hey, you need to let him grow up because, like, mm-hmm. he's going to go into fighting mm-hmm. and you can't... No. Can't be like, oh, I got hit. Oh, and there were also times where he was like, you know, he'd be like, "You okay, buddy? Mm-hmm. Like, you're good, you know." Like he yeah. was, he was good. Like he, you know, he wasn't the nicest person, but drill sergeants aren't. No, like God, they're designed not to be. Full Metal Jacket, Arlie Army. He was an actual drill sergeant. Like that's why he got the job because he knew yeah. exactly my, um, what to do there. My grandfather was for World War Two. Yeah, in um, Winnipeg, somewhere like that. Mm. Yeah, my dad's dad. Didn't know about that for a long time, but that was one of the reasons why he had um, emphysema. Yeah. It's because he smoked a lot and then screamed a and lot. And screamed so a lot. <laughs> ended up having to take half of both of his lungs. Oof. <laughs> so. I don't know what my mom's, my mom's uncle was, or not mom. Yeah, I know. It was my mom's uncle. Yeah. Was in it. I have his Colonel Mackey. I have, I don't know what it is. It's a stick. Ooh, a stick. It's about... <laughs> foot long it's got a metal top and it kind of looks like a bit of a cane but it's like one of those officers kind of but it has his his says colonel j Mackey on it was he part of the cavalry colonel no what was he shit i gotta look this up i've packed it away Mm. he was they're scottish right so ah because they were in scotland got it yeah that's my mom no that's my grandma's uncle are we gonna just keep talking about like you trying to think of what's wrong (laughs) um okay so um Anyways, other changes, yes, bring in the kind of focus on both 
Shaw and yeah his, the soldiers. Yeah. I um, think I think it should be a definitely should be you know how those movies are like I can't tell who the main character is. Yeah, that's one of these. That's just this is a movie like that where it should be. Is it Matthew Broderick? Is it Morgan Freeman? Is it Denzel Washington? And you could you can't really they have equal amounts of time on screen. Well, and, like that's Sorry. the thing. Like, do you keep Forbes in? Uh, like, I thought of this too because when I was reading it, it's like, well, Forbes is a real person, or he's based off of a real person, but he didn't die in the charge. He took over. So I was like, do you? I kind of wanted to do it like that. Like, does he leave or does he go off? And I, like, I don't know. Actually, mm-hmm. I didn't look up Edward Needles Hallowell, um, who's the guy that took over after Shaw. But like, do you kind of re-dramatize it so that he doesn't go off with them in that final fight and then takes over the 54th afterwards? And mm-hmm. like, I almost felt like at the end of the battle, I want a bit more at the end. Like, what happened to, like, we clearly see they get thrown in mass graves when they're dead. There were some that were captured. There were some. And one of the things that said is, uh, because they have that whole proclamation, like, oh, if we catch you, like. I loved that scene. Which is a great scene. But one of them said, like, oh, they did capture a bunch from the 54th. And they said they were no, they're treated no differently than the white soldiers. Mm. Which, okay. Yeah, that's actually pretty decent of the confederacy <laughs> well for people who are fighting a war to keep humans yeah. as property nothing really about them is decent and i want to see kind of that like i want to see more of the outcome from what they did mm-hmm. right i don't want just the scrolling and then they did this and this I, like i want to see mm-hmm. maybe like a 10 minute after the the battle of lincoln going okay these men fought bravely we're doing this mm-hmm. right Who's playing Lincoln? <laughs> Will Arnett. <laughs> yes, Will Arnett. I was trying to think of the guy that played Lincoln in uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Oh, I don't know his name. <laughs> well, I can't remember either. Yes, Will Arnett is playing. No, Will Ferrell's going to play Lincoln. <laughs> this is a comedy now. It's a very different And movie. we're just going to completely shit on history and everyone's going to hate us, so... Yeah. Uh, made okay. by the same people who made Holmes and Watson. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Other than that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you don't want a shot-for-shot remake. No. I think you need to change maybe some of the speeches because you're never going to match Denzel Washington and them. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, shall we start with the director? Edward Zwick. What is Edward Zwick known for? Do you know? No. So he's mostly known for producing, according to IMDb here. Uh, He produces quite a bit of the show 30-something, which I've never heard of. Mm -mm. Um, Shakespeare in Love, which we we hated. Um, Courage Under Fire, which is actually a really good movie with Denzel Washington. Mm. Maybe we'll do that one day. He directed that one. Mm. Um, And The Last Samurai. A movie that people say is very racist because how's the white guy Tom Cruise the last samurai? He's the last samurai? Keanu Reeves that, was a Ronin. That, that's not what the movie's about. I know. <laughs> like, that, I, I, I get the it. The movie is about the last samurai fighting true, the war. Like, true, yeah. The true samurai. Yeah. It's not yeah. Tom Cruise is, becomes a samurai. No. no, it's about... He also doesn't. No. Like, they, they make a very big point in that movie that he is... He is living the life and he's living the, the code, but he is not one of them because yeah, he's, he's not. not one of them. 
It's also not yeah. a samurai. Yeah. Yeah. So. Anyway. Keanu Reeves was a Ronin. Yeah. As stupid as that movie is, I do enjoy watching it just because. About oh, forty-seven Ronin. Yeah. I like the fan. I like the fantasy elements of that movie. Mm-hmm. I think that was a good way of telling that story. I like um, when they get their swords. Yeah. Just it was just weird that they included Keanu Reeves. <laughs> so, okay. Shall we start at the bottom of the list? Mm-hmm. Uh, character of Thomas Searless. Seer, Seer, Sorry. That was, for some reason, very hard for my tongue to say. Are we not going to do Sergeant Major Macaulay? Oh, Macaulay? sorry. I forgot. I didn't actually put him on my list, but I did pick him. Okay. Yes. Because uh, I, I was like, that's no, the only no, we one. we talked about it. Yes. Um, I realized afterwards while we were doing this, I'm like, oh, shit, I forgot to put him on my list. But I remember I picked somebody for him. Yes. Sorry. What's his name again? Sergeant Sergeant Major Macaulay Mulk, Mac, uh, Montgomery M U L C A H Y. I'm gonna look ah, him up. There we go. Did you find him? Found him. Played by John Finn. John Finn. I do not know who John Finn. John Finn is known for this movie, mm-hmm. Catch Me If You Can, uh, Cold Case, and Blown Away. Oh. Yeah. So, who did you have? For our drill sergeant. Uh, so I went with an actual Irish person. So did I. I went with Brian Gleason. Nice. Son of uh, recently passed away. No, did he recently? Brian? No. What's his dad? Because Brian Gleason is the old guy. Is Brian Gleason the old guy? <laughs> no. Did I go Brian? Did I, I wanted his son. Because Donald is the son. The one from Ex Machina and stuff like that. No. And Huxley and Hux? Uh, nope, it's Brian. Oh, different son. Different son. <laughs> uh, he is. I don't know who that is. <laughs> so he was in Snow White, um, L- Logan Lucky, Assassin's Creed. Okay. Um, he's been in uh, Peaky Blinders. He was in Hellboy as Merlin. Um, oh, Brandon Gleason is the dad. Brandon Gleason. Yes. I couldn't. I was like. Brian Gleason, no, but he, yeah, so Brandon Gleason, Brendan Gleason. Brendan, yeah. Who I believe he recently passed, didn't he? Did he? I thought so. Is he still alive? He just had a movie come out. Did he? Why? I'm getting all confused on people these days. I can't remember who's alive and who's not anymore. Brendan Gleason. I thought he, oh no, he's still alive. He's still alive. All right, anyways. Actually, I picked one of his co stars. Oh, cool. Um, but yeah, so I chose his son. Hmm. He's an Irish guy too, but because he has that kind of like Irish look to him, and he looks like a tough. Well, he's a Gleason. He's a Gleason, <laughs> and Gleasons are great at, at being tough guys. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's what I went with. Okay, I picked one of Gleason's co-stars mm. in two of his movies. One, the one that just came out, and uh, in Bruges, I picked Colin Farrell. Yeah, I was gonna say it's Colin Farrell, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Because I I wanted this to be kind of like a cameo, because like. The reason I thought about it was because, um, this is going to sound really weird, but stick with me. No. Do you remember the first G.I. Joe movie? Um, yeah? Do you remember their drill sergeant? No. It was Brendan Fraser. And it was just this weird cameo from Brendan Fraser. And I'm like, that would be fun. Because Brendan Fraser's coming back. People yeah, yeah, love him again. Yeah. Like, it's great. Um, we always loved him. You know what I mean. He just, yeah. Didn't, uh, didn't do a lot of stuff for yeah. a while. And but I'm like, well, can't I can't use him because one, he's not, not Irish. Yeah. But then yeah, I thought about it later, and I'm like, yeah, this just a fun cameo from a, mm-hmm. a big Irish person, and yeah, so I picked 
Colin Farrell. Yeah. Because he's great. So. I picked picked him not that long ago. Because of his portrayal of Penguin. I can't remember which one it was in. Okay. Anyway, shall we go back to... Yeah, okay. Get to Thomas Searless. Searless. Played by Andre Brower. Uh, Brooklyn (laughs) Nine-Nine. You hope. (laughs) It better be. Come on. IMDb can go suck it if it's not. He is not known for Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) I'm looking this up. He is known for Homicide, Life on the Streets, Frequency, The Mist, and City of Angels. How is he known for The Mist? He was in it for like a minute and a half. I don't... You know what? I've seen City of Angels and I do not remember that movie. That's probably a good thing. Yeah. All I remember of City of Angels was that Nicolas Cage was an angel who gave up being an angel, and then the woman he gave it up for died. Yep. Doing something really stupid. Yeah. She was holding her arms out and closing her eyes while riding her bike down a road, and she ended up running into a truck. Yep. So He was in the Fantastic Four movie. He was. How is he not known for Brooklyn Nine-Nine? How is he known for The Mist? <laughs> it's a good movie, but come on. Anyway, um, my go. Stupid. <laughs> hey, he was in the Andromeda Strain show. Yes. Okay, here go. Okay. So I picked somebody who I know can play the studious, you know, smart, <laughs> smart person. Uh, so I picked William Jackson Harper. Okay. Um, I played, picked him before. He's in Good Place. He is in Midsummer, And he always plays his super smart person and he's very very talented and very very funny and Mm -hmm. um i just i want to see him in more things Mm -hmm. so yes william jackson harper who do you have i went with daniel kalua okay because i think he could play the really smart and sophisticated portrayal and then just the way he plays in black panther too well not two the first (laughs) one we haven't seen that yet. we haven't seen that one (laughs) it hasn't come out yet um, but I just think he could do, I think he could do the scene where they're training really well, right? Where he gets like knocked down and hit starts and, crying. and he kind of starts crying and yeah. then just like gets himself back up and do like, I feel like he could do that really well. Feels like he gets betrayed by his friend. Cause his friend's like, you know, yeah. normally you get permission from your, yeah, you gotta get officer. permission from your officer to talk to your yeah. so, commanding officer. Um, yeah. So I feel like he would do that. I feel like he'd do that really well. Mm-hmm. I said that a couple times, but you did. Okay, but I feel like he could do it really well. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Do you think he could do it well? No, 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 I don't. Okay. I think he'd do it very well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next on our list, um, somebody who hasn't actually in a lot of movies because he doesn't even have a picture on IMDb. Um, nice. So this is, uh, I'm gonna guess Jimmy, Kenny, Kennedy, J I H M I. How else would you say that? J-H? J-I-H-M-I. Yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy Kennedy, who played Jupiter Shirts. <clears throat> Don't laugh at his name. I'm sorry. <laughs> really? I'm like, no, never mind. I'm not. I'm not going to do it. So, yeah. So he was the, he was the, um, the farmhand who didn't know anything and was... He was the one that had the stutter. Really wanted the uniform. and Yeah. And wanted to learn to read, and mm-hmm. like, yeah. He is known for this movie, uh, something called The Dream Team, uh, Spencer for Hire, 
and Gung Ho, but he's only been in 16 things, hmm. you know, he had a big, big, long break in his career from this movie to, yeah. you know, but yeah, I thought he did a good job. Yeah. Like, it's weird that he hasn't really, unless he didn't want to, obviously, but yeah. Um, yeah. it's your go. It's my who's go? your, uh, who's your shards? My Jupiter, <laughs> Jupiter shards. <laughs> I know. I laughed at it too when I saw that. I'm like, who names their kid Shart? <laughs> who names their kid Jupiter Shart? <laughs> Jupiter's a fine name. It is, but not if your last name's Shart. Hey, there was a whole movie about a Jupiter ascending. Get out. <laughs> Get off this podcast. One you are... movie will redo. Well, one day we'll redo that movie. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to try this guy's name, and I think it's this pronunciation. Um, Keenan. K-E-I-Y-N-A-N. What's his last name? Lonsdale. Okay. Uh, you should maybe recognize him. Uh, he played Wally West on the Flash shows. I do know that. So he was He's yeah, great on the DC, like pretty much all the DC shows. He played Wally, Wally West. West. Yeah, he was a good Wally. Yeah. So he's born ninety one, so a little younger. Hmm. Um, the thing is, like these people, yeah, were D- didn't matter. <laughs> no, no, they, like, they weren't well, old. The only one that had, what had had any kind of age to him was Morgan Freeman's character, mm-hmm. right? So. And again, they're probably most of these were, as we said, fictionalized versions or characterizations or just fictional people. Like, well, the, the thing is, like, um, even the reporter says it. Like, here, I'm going to write this story, but it's probably not going to no. be printed. Like, I do like when he when Shaw hands off all yeah. the letters and he's like, "Hey, probably not going to live through this." You yeah. know, hold these. Um, so yeah, I went for somebody that I, I thought. I, would... I, I sorry, I need to talk about that scene because you reminded me of something. I do feel he should have said to the reporters, like, "Please tell our story." Yeah. Like, make sure that this story gets told, because if you don't do it, no one else is going to do it. Or I think the reporter should be like, oh, hey, you know, this is going to make it because you guys are the 54th. You're mm-hmm. going in I did. I did love how that racist they had passed earlier yeah. was like, give them hell, 54th. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Because <laughs> they didn't want to do it. No. Right? So. Yeah. Well, that was that was true. So, um, yeah. So, Keenan Lonsdale. Nice. Um, yeah. Who'd you have? Um, I picked Justice Smith from yep. uh, Detective, Detective Pikachu. Pikachu and, um, God, I wish they'd make the another new one. Jurassic, Jurassic World movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I would love another Detective Pikachu. I would um, love another Pokemon movie. I, I kind of want another Detective Pikachu. I'd like to... The problem is you can't get Ryan Reynolds to do Pikachu unless you explain how he gets back into Pikachu's body. <laughs> Just get Ryan Reynolds to be it again. Just yeah. get, you know, have Ryan Reynolds actually in it. Just call it Detective Pikachu. <laughs> Maybe it's Ryan Reynolds with his Pikachu. Yeah, there you go. And his son, who now has his own Pokemon. Yeah. It was weird his son didn't have a Pokemon. He didn't want a Pokemon. Hey, you know what? You're living in the Pokemon world. You need a Pokemon. <laughs> God damn it. I, I keep wanting go to Go catch that Cubone. I, I keep thinking I want to show that movie to Freya because like, yeah. she really likes Pokemon. She has enjoyed like watching the show and stuff like that. So. Yeah. But, you know, I really liked Justice Smith in those oh, in yeah. those two things. Like As much as I didn't like the, the Jurassic World movies, the actors in it weren't the problem. No. So. It was the... We're not gonna. We're not. We're not gonna go oh, into. It. No, you started it. <laughs> no, I didn't. The first one is great. <laughs> no, it's not. I love the first one. The movie is great. No, but <laughs> it still plays off of. Yes. But the, after the second one, where you're like, oh, we're not on the island after the first twenty minutes, and you're like, this is stupid. Yeah. And I didn't even watch the third no, one. I still haven't watched the third one. <laughs> anyway, 
Okay. Okay. Uh, Sergeant Major John Rollins. John Rollins. Played by Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. The voice of God. The voice of God. Uh, so. Is he knew, known for Bruce Almighty? He is not. Oh. He is known for four different movies. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I was think I was gonna say like, Shawshank Redemption. Not one of them. I was oh, gonna say Jesus. he's known for two movies that we've done, but I'm like, no, wait, we haven't done the second one. We've only done one of the movies he's done. Oh my goodness, this is too much. There's too many Morgan Freemans. <laughs> no, there's only one Morgan Freeman. Seven. Seven. Is he known for seven? He is. Oh. Uh, Invictus, where he played Nelson oh, Mandela. Yeah. Uh, Driving Miss Daisy. Okay. Of yeah. course. Yeah. And then Million Dollar Baby, who I always forget he's in. All right, because it's to me it's just the Hillary Swank and John, um, John uh, Clint Eastwood movie. Yeah. I almost said John Eastwood for some reason. Um, yeah, but yeah, he is amazing. Morgan Freeman is so right? good. So the, th- the thing about Morgan Freeman is he goes from like these serious roles, and then just does comedic stuff, and he does a lot. He just does everything. Yeah, he has had he has 142 credits under his name. He has three in either announcer pre-production, like, yeah. So he's just like, and he'll pop like, up in things like the Hitman's Wife Bodyguard as Ryan Reynolds' dad. Yeah, just because it's funny. Yeah, right. So, yeah. Like I even um, wanted yeah. where he played the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Like I was still, the movie wasn't that. great. But I've never read the comic, so the, but I know it's nothing unlike the comic. Very, very different, but the comic book dealt with some stuff that I'm glad they didn't put in the movie. No, that's true. <laughs> so, but still, like he shows up and stuff, and you'd be like, "Oh, it's Morgan Freeman." Mm-hmm. Yeah, Morgan Freeman, God, <laughs> um, Professor X, and Star Lord were all in that movie. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> was the boyfriend. Yeah, and Athena, I guess, from Eternals. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Oh, and uh, Baron Strucker. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Wanted had a lot. (laughs) Has Common been in the MCU yet? Because he was in that movie. Not sure. (laughs) Look this up. Oh, no, he he has because he was in Morbius. Oh, we don't talk about Morbius. (laughs) That technically counts. It's Morbin time. (laughs) God, that movie. I haven't seen it yet. I still refuse to watch it. Watch it just for the sake of, this makes no sense anyway. at all. Um, but Matt Smith's in it. Speaking of Smiths. Okay. So, <laughs> it's my go. Yeah, I know. Um, I picked Will Smith for this. Ooh. Oddly enough, the same age Morgan Freeman was when he played this role. So was Denzel Washington. I yeah. didn't realize those two people were around the same age because Jesus... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, Jesus because, isn't around the same well, age. Well, no, but like we grew up watching Fresh Prince. Yeah. Right? So we think of him as probably much younger than he actually is. Um, but yeah, he's in his 50s and, mm-hmm. you know, Graham up. I think he would love to do this. Like the next movie he's doing is about slavery and all that stuff as well. Mm-hmm. So like I think he's he's trying to take on more serious things because he's been known for his comedic stuff for most of his career so well his comedic and then his action yeah he tries well even his action is comedic (coughs) right i am legend that's not really action no but that's not comedic either no but that's what i mean he's been trying to do gemini man yeah like that wasn't really comedic 
Yeah, but it was action. Well, that's what I'm talking. <laughs> Never mind. Thank you. Bob. It was pretty funny. He had lines. He had yeah. Right. They all have lines. Yeah. Can't just do ninety minutes of action and not have lines. Well, you can. It's called Hardcore Henry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's an action movie. It's no, I what do you think it is? <laughs> it's not the first person yeah. perspective. It's really one. hard to watch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Will Smith would do really, really well as this. I think, I think he's a great actor. Hmm. You know. So. Anyway, I went younger. Really? Yep. Okay. I just. I, <laughs> I don't know. I almost went older. I went younger (laughs) for the fact that you can age him up. Um, But I went with Jonathan Majors. You didn't want to go for him for Trip? No. I went a little, not, I went around the same age, but a little younger. Mm. But again, I think you would, you would age Jonathan Majors up. Because I feel like he, he has that more of. You do know he's younger than us, right? I know. (laughs) But again, we're talking about fictional people. So um, I just wanted somebody that. Because you kind of look at him and you go, he he has this authority to you, him. You, you picked somebody who definitely has the acting prowess to do the yes. role. And yeah. that's what I wanted. I wanted somebody that was going to be this leader of, yeah. of these men. And that's why they recognize it and all that. And mm-hmm. um, funny enough, speaking of that, um, back to Morgan Freeman, who was in the Air Force, mm-hmm. said like that was one of the reasons why he knew how to like, how these men get together as ter- like these groups because mm-hmm. they get strength with strength when they're in training, right? You mm-hmm. don't just become a friend of somebody in training because you're there. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it was like Jonathan Majors has those chops to him. Oh, God, yeah. And I feel like I can't wait to see him in quantum mania. Yeah. But like, I feel like this, and I did have that thought of putting him as trip, but I wanted trip to be a little bit more naive. Mm. And I, 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 Hopefully the person I chose will fit for that. But um, I felt like Jonathan Majors would play this more of a kind of the Morgan Freeman role where he'd play it more as like, no, no, I, I know stuff. Yeah. Like, I know how to do this. The like, wisdom, oh, I've been the, on the, the battlefield. Yeah. yeah. Like the fact that he's like, oh, I've been on the battlefield digging these guys' graves. Like, yeah. they've been dying for us. Yeah. Now it's our turn to go out and, mm-hmm. and right. die for ourselves. Like, yeah. Or fight for ourselves. Fight for ourselves, not yeah. die. But, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I went Jonathan Majors. Nice. Okay, next. Kevin Forbes. Mr. Uh, Carrie Elvis himself. I always, always want to call him Carrie Yules. Yeah. What is oh, Carrie no. Elvis known for? This the, is going to be difficult. The Princess Diary. No, he's not known for the Princess oh, Diary. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> the Princess Bride. <laughs> he's known for that. Uh, Robin Hood. He is known for that. He better be known as Robin Hood. <laughs> God damn. Um... You might not get one of them, or you, you might not get either of them, because I don't think you're... You're not a horror movie guy. No. Do you know any, any more horror movies that he was in? No. So he's known for Saw. Right. Yeah, he was in the first Saw, and some of the other sequels. Um, but he's also known for Kiss the Girls, another Morgan Freeman movie. Yeah. No. I think he was actually the bad guy in that movie. Oh, I was going to say Stranger Things. No. When he was the mayor. They do have that picture... Of him as mayor? As him as the mayor from this, yeah. But uh, Robin, sorry, Robin Hood. I know Princess uh, Princess Bride is like people's favorites, but Robin Hood is just one of Mel Brooks's best works. 
Yes. Compare it with, with Spaceballs and Blazing Saddles. Like, Blazing Saddles will always probably be number one. Yeah. But the thing just, is, with Blazing Saddles, you got to give it not just Mel Brooks's credit. you got to give it to Gene Wilder and the man who played the sheriff, whose name I can never yeah. remember. Like, those, their chemistry... Was perfect. Was perfect. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. So, he's apparently also in the new Mission Impossible movie. Oh. And a documentary called The Gettysburg Address, where he plays John Paul Jones. Oh. As the voice. Cool. Yeah, maybe he likes this kind of stuff. Well, he might be a history buff. Yeah. So. Okay. I guess I'm up. You are up. Um, okay. So, kind of the party boy look. Drunk guy. Not drunk guy, but party boy. Kind of wants to be more of like, as we were saying earlier, he kind of wants to teach the men, but not in the ways like, oh, we're going to fight because they're never going to see battle and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, so I want Aaron Taylor Johnson. Okay. Also because I think he'll go well with my Shaw, and I want that friendship that they kind of have. Did you pick the other Quicksilver? No. <laughs> no. It's like, wait, did I? <laughs> I, did, I did pick somebody else from a Marvel movie, but we'll get to that later. Um, although saying that could be anything at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, you like just... Kind of the carefreeness he has, yeah. Um, with like kick ass and all that, and you know, that's kind of what I want with this with this guy. But also somebody who is like a decent human being mm -hmm. compared to what most people in the well, like look at that quartermaster, yeah, right. Who's like, no, you don't have shoes? What are you? I got a nice bottle. Yeah. What a dick. What a dick. Yeah. I do like that scene. I love the fact that he has the men like just stand yeah. outside and be like, mm. no, no one's allowed in, right? No one's allowed in. Yeah. Our colonel's in there. Yeah. yeah. That, that, well, even when he goes into like Christmas dinner with them and sits down and mm -hmm. they're just like, I put a requisition in for a while ago. Where is this? Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, blah, 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 blah. and then he walks away. He's like, what a, mm -hmm. I can't remember what he says. Yeah. But. Anyway, so yeah, Aaron Taylor Johnson. For Cabot Forbes. Nice. Who's your Carrie Yules? Um, I picked someone... Ellis. Ellis? Ellis. Um, someone a little bit different, um, though I know he can do these kinds of roles. But I picked him more because Carrie Ellis has always been kind of like sleazy. Mm. Like, I know it's because of the parts he plays, but it's just... I've always seen him as that kind of um, thing. So I kind of picked... I picked for that. I picked Paul Dano. Mm. The most recent Riddler. Um, not that you saw his face in that movie. Um, <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> really glad you're here. I loved how that ended. <laughs> that really made my day. <sighs> anyway. That was so good. Um, but he's also a phenomenal, phenomenal actor. Yeah. Um, I've, I've talked about this before when it comes to stuff, but like he was in There Will Be Blood, and he shared a lot of scenes with Diane Day-Lewis. Mm -hmm. and, and he, he held his he own. He held his own, and it's not yeah. easy to hold your own against that man. Um but yeah, Paul Dano is such a such a good actor, and I really feel that he can go from that like drunken idiot that yeah. you see who's like, I don't want to do this, to like, yeah, this is this is good. I want to treat these men like people. I want you know, I'm having mm -hmm. a good time with them. Like this, they're they're not what I thought they were. They're well, you know. Sorry, it made me think. Like one of the things I love in one of Shaw's letters is he talks about how they're disciplined and they they're learning really quickly and they'll be the best soldiers. But then they get back to their the their bunks and their the bunks camp. and they they completely change from yeah. how you think and he's like i don't understand like he's walking through he's like i don't really understand how they like but i kind of wanted forbes to be like 
in there a little bit more with them. Mm-hmm. Well, like, he goes very, like, he, yeah. Shaw goes very early on, don't fraternize with the... Yeah, you yeah. can't fraternize with... So, it's but yeah. Thomas. We've known him for years. We grew up with him, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, Paul Dano. I really like Paul Dano, so... Huh? No. Paul Dano. Paul Dano. Dano Dano. Okay. Next. Trip. Trip. Mr. Denzel Washington. Oh, my goodness. This is going to be hard. <laughs> okay. Um, remember the Titans? Uh, no. Okay. Training day. Correct. Um, I don't actually think you're going to get these. Okay. I'm, I'll give up then. Uh, Book of Eli. Ooh. Would have been a really hard stretch. I might have gotten it, but probably uh, not. Antoine Fisher? No. Uh, and Fences? No. Yeah. Fences is a play he did. Um, not a play. It is a play that they did it as a movie uh, mm. back in 2016, and it was just. Great. It's one of those things that he does every now and then. Like he recently did Macbeth, yeah, um, which looked phenomenal. Well, like do we one not? Of the, one of the most interesting ways of shooting a film I've ever seen. Do we not remember him in? Um, not a mid summer's night stream. Which Shakespeare did we do? With oh, him in uh, it? much to do about nothing. Much to do about nothing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like he was great in that. He is such a good actor. And I love the fact that he, like what we said with other people, like hmm. he can go from these serious movies like this yeah. one or Training Day or Fences, but then also do movies like The Equalizer. Yeah. Or the one Equalizer of my favorite too. movies, Man on Fire. Yeah. I absolutely love Man on Fire. I think it's a remarkable movie. Um, and yeah. I just think, like, yeah. Denzel is such a good yeah. such a good actor. Apparently, by the way, his son... Um, really likes this movie as one of his yeah. dad's favorite one of his favorites of his dad's nice that was one of the trivia things what's his son's name john david washington this <laughs> yes. <laughs> is like you're like shit i could see it on your face you're like i don't remember it's name. <laughs> no i had john and i was like wait is it john yeah. it's like no this could be wrong i'm like no it's john david yeah. washington yeah um, great intendant yeah fantastic intendant yeah. um actually almost picked him for this part Though, but I thought I didn't want to do it because of the same, yeah. because of the, the Washington yeah. connection. Also, I was thinking about putting Denzel as Morgan Freeman's character because mm-hmm. of the, the age thing, but I yeah. don't like doing that. That, that I don't, kind I don't, yeah. of intercedes on the rules a little bit. No, I don't like doing that. This is moving an actor around. Yeah. Like, that's not really thinking about it. Like, it'd be, that'd be it. different if I was like, Carrie Elwes as like the drill sergeant. Yeah. Right. Or, or Matthew Carrie- Broderick as the quartermaster or something like that or i would have done as like his dad yeah right yeah. or um yeah like uh, frederick Douglass. like mm-hmm. pop them pop those people in in those yeah. those spots there anyway is it my go or your go my go it's your go um i picked a person who i've only ever seen in two movies oh but i really liked him and i kind of think that uh, he got shat on a little bit too much i picked ray fisher cyborg Mm. from Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah, that he I had a... Th- he, I think he did such a good job and the the um, re-released Zack Snyder's Justice League, mm-hmm. um, which gave him way more way more of a part and everything like that. Still? I thought he was so well. Oh, yeah. I thought he did such a good job. I th- Okay, movies got flaws. The DC whole, whole DCEU, mm-hmm. super flaws. I don't think it's from the casting. I think the casting, well, other than Ezra Miller, I think the <laughs> casting has been a phenomenally well done. And I think they're... Well, I think we're starting to see that because, like, Henry Cavill is going to come back as Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Well, yeah, we'll recast the Flash. We don't we don't need to talk about that. Um, they already had a good Flash. Just use him. But Aquaman. Yeah. Like the problem is some of the actors they've chosen are shit. Just the one. Yeah, Am- Amber Heard. Oh yeah, literal <laughs> shit. <laughs> Literal shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Shit on a bed. Yeah, here we go. So yeah, I forgot about her. Um, Mostly because I just don't think yeah. about her. <laughs> and yes, I, I agree with you. Replace her with uh, Blake Lively. They look enough alike. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds. And she's awesome. Ryan Reynolds can't have that. <laughs> You're not in the DC universe. <laughs> um, damn it. Have you ever seen the pictures of them like that he posts on Twitter? Oh, of her and him. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like this beautiful picture of Ryan with that person in the background yeah. again. His wife. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're great. Yeah. Um, yeah, the DC universe has suffered. And I think Z- the Zack Snyder cut was good, mm-hmm. but it still suffered. Like it, it, And I don't think that was because of... No. I, like, I, I think that was even in his original. Yeah. Like, had he did his original, there's parts of that. And so, like... Oh, yeah. And, like, I think, like, go back to the, because we're just talking about Ray Fisher, like, mm-hmm. the scenes that really get it, sell it for me is, like, the scenes where he's talking to his dad in the, in the, mm-hmm. in their apartment, and he's, like, you know, where he talks about being, then he talks about a monster, and he's mm-hmm. like, oh, you're not a monster. He's like, I wasn't talking about me. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, no, I think no. it's stuff like that that really showed him. And then when he was, inter- like, the times he interact interacted with the Flash, because mm-hmm. they were friends, and, you know, stuff like that. It's just, it just. We just want to see Teen Titans go. Oh. <laughs> we want to see that level of cyborg and and Robin and uh, maybe not Teen Titans Go, but no, Teen no, Titans. Teen Titans Go. It's got to be that level. It doesn't have to be that stupid. Yeah, it's got to be that stupid. <laughs> but yeah. but I would love to see a, a Teen Titans movie with Ray Fisher and a good Flash, or not a good Flash, a good Robin and a good um, Beast Boy good and Starfire and Raven. And Raven, yeah. That's why I just when I saw the Titan, Titan show, show, I was just like, just doesn't do it for me. Yeah, I think we talked about that too. It's just like, how do you, how do you mess up Starfire? Well, it's not even the actress at this fault. Like, it's just the look of her. Yeah. Like, yeah, she's orange. But even even like that, just take that away. Like they don't they don't have her naivete. Like she doesn't yeah. have the the thing that makes Starfire Starfire, right? <laughs> or the thing that makes Raven Raven. Like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, I'm up. You're up. Okay. Um. So for trip. I went John Boyega. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can see it. You know, as I was saying, the naivete. Uh, speaking of naivete. Um, but, like, yeah, that I, that eagerness and that wanting to fight and get into it, but not really, like, you know, kind of putting everything, putting everyone down and doing all that, but, like, not really mm-hmm. understanding that. And that's kind of thin. Yeah. Not not to the same degree. Finn doesn't put people down, but like that, just like, <laughs> why don't we use the force? Like not understanding. Yeah, yeah. that's not how the force, force works. works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they could have. Ah, we're not going to talk about Star Wars because then we're going to go into a whole other problem that they've already kind of solved by just giving everything to Dave Filoni. <laughs> just give it to Dave. <laughs> Let him do it. Um, but yeah, and I think this would be a good role and kind of that that back and forth with like my Jonathan Jonathan Majors and Daniel Kaluuya and just having him in there to be this like I mean they're all around the same age is the only thing but then that's part of it where you see like three different aspects of it right mm-hmm. you have the guy that's been free and and learning and you know growing up with with all these people and mm-hmm. then 
the the experienced wise, wise yeah. one and then this guy so that's the just angry one angry and yeah right. like so that's kind of why i wanted to go with that yeah so yeah john boyega okay sounds good robert shaw robert shaw mr matthew broderick himself okay inspector gadget no <laughs> godzilla no how's he are not you... for these things <laughs> are you being serious no. <laughs> okay. But I'm trying to think of all the bad Matthew Broderick movies. <laughs> There's a lot of those out there. Um, not Jingle All the Way. What's the stupid... Uh, Deck the Halls. No. Come on. You could at least get two of these. You should at least get one of them. Ferris Bueller. Yes. That's yes. not the one I'm thinking of. No? But that is one that's on the list. But you've talked about him twice because of Carrie Elwes. You've talked about this old man comedian and Matthew Broderick was in one of his movies what the hell I'm blanking producers oh <laughs> yeah okay yeah, yeah. The, the producers with Nathan Fillion not Nathan Fillion <laughs> that would be great Nathan, Nathan Lane Nathan Lane <laughs> hey Nathan Lane is great yes Nathan Lane carries that movie but Nathan Fillion would be good in it too <laughs> him and um Neil Patrick Harris. They should they should redo the producers. Not Alan Tudyk. Well, Alan Tudyk can be in there too. <laughs> Alan Tudyk can play the Will Ferrell character. Yeah, who the writes, German. The German who writes who writes the play. Yeah. Adolf Elizabeth Hitler. Get uh, get Gina Torres to play the Uma Thurman character whose name I can't remember. Uh, Ula. Ula. Yeah. yeah. God, this was great. We're gonna pitch this. Yeah, I always forget Matthew. The producers. Okay, so it the reason why like, I don't often associate that like. one to Mel Brooks, <laughs> Mel Brooks. is because Mel it was right. Mel Brooks did the original. Yes, right. He, well, he or, produced. He produced it. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I often forget. I do have that one. I should wa- should watch it. Okay, what else is Mel? Original was um, Gene Wilder, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Gene Wilder, and no, I, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. So the other two war games. Oh of yeah, war and game. then election. Was uh, Reese oh, Witherspoon. Reese, oh, yeah, where you played a high school teacher. Yeah. So. Not Inspector Gadget. Not Inspector Gadget. God, Inspector Gadget was like great. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Good old Inspector Gadget. And Godzilla. And Godzilla, yeah. Good old Godzilla from 1998. <laughs> how do you how do you ruin Godzilla? <clears throat> I'm pretty sure I have that on VHS somewhere. If I ever meet him, I want him to sign that. (laughs) Him and Jean Reno. Hank Azaria and uh, Dan Castellaneta was also in that. God, there were a lot of people in that movie. (laughs) Two people from The Simpsons. (laughs) Okay, I guess I'm up. You are up. Uh, For Mr. Robert Shaw, uh, as I said, I picked somebody from a Marvel movie, not the MCU. I went with Miles Teller. Son of a bitch. Did you? Yes. Yeah. We got there. <laughs> he does kind of look like Shaw. Yeah, I had was, to pull up the, the really photo. The, re- the reason I did it. Because not only that, but the mustache the that mustache. he had in, um, in Maverick. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he was, it just kind of has that look. And I could, like, the way I was picturing it was with the, the pictures and stuff of him. Mm-hmm. Put him in the blue. Put him in the uniform. I'm like, yeah. this really looks like him. And yeah, he's such a good actor. And yeah, for me it was he can do that reservedness yeah. to yeah. him really well. Um, 
and like holding back and being like, but Whiplash. Yeah. The, the how he played that in Whiplash, where he was just like, it was the internal struggle of yeah. don't um, fight back, don't yeah. you know? Because he was clear that don't Matthew go Broderick, against J.K. Simmons. Well, it was clear that Shaw didn't want to do this type of stuff, but he was doing it to make them better. But he also, right? it also felt like he, like you said, he was suffering. Yeah. From PTSD mm-hmm. because of what he saw, yeah. and he just kind of was like. Oh, you did great. We're going to make you a colonel of this of this African American unit. And you're like, "What?" Huh? <laughs> and like, yeah, he has a moment where like he goes outside. He's like, "I need to be and mm-hmm. but like, yeah, I think Miles Teller. And that's why I think him and Aaron Taylor Johnson would kind of play off well with each other mm-hmm. for mine at least. Um, but yeah. Good choice. I like your choice, man. <laughs> I, to be honest, I thought, one day we're gonna have to start talking about these. I before. really did think that we would have picked one of the like one of the for the other th- for the other four. Mm-hmm. We would have picked somebody who was similar, but the fact that we didn't was surprising to me. So for one of the other, uh, like for like trip oh. or you know trip Rollins. To, to be honest, I thought one of us was gonna pick Michael B. Jordan just because of how powerful an actor he is. <sighs> so here's the thing: I had him down. And I was like, I had him down in several different spots. And I'm like, I just, I choose him so often. And I'm like, I, see, I, I needed I, to find somebody that's else. That's why I didn't pick um, the guy you picked for Morgan Freeman. Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors. I picked Jonathan Majors all the time. Because hmm. I absolutely loved him in Lovecraft Country. Yeah. Um, and then, I don't pick obviously, him as yeah. Kang. Like, wow. He who remains. It's not Kang yet. My apologies. He who remains. Um, I kind of want to rewatch Loki now, but like also like him, Jonathan Majors. If you've seen the trailer for Creed three, yeah, he looks phenomenal in it as the as the bad guy. Like Jesus, I don't even like the Creed movies because I never. Yeah. Like, I'm not a Rocky person fan, so I never watch them. But but I kind of want to watch all three of these now just so yeah. I can see this movie. But Michael B. Jordan is also he's a phenomenal actor, yeah. and he could be he could fit in into a bunch of these spots. Like yeah. that's the thing, and. Like I said, like he's, wh- he's definitely our version of Denzel. Yeah. yeah. Right. He's this generation's kind of like Denzel Washington mm-hmm. type of character because he's been in so many of those movies that have been so poignant and so powerful. And well, and even um, Love, Death, and Robots. Yeah. Like w- he has a whole episode where he's like live action. Yeah, that one. That one episode that's yeah. just him. It's just him and fighting uh, the that, robot. That weird AI yeah. that has gone out of control and like. He's done so well. Anyway, we didn't pick him. <laughs> no, but we could have. But we picked Miles Teller, so we're on the same page. Who, who were in movies together? Two of them, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah. Fantastic Four. And um, oh, what was that comedy they were in with uh, Zach Efron? It's going to bother me now. Neighbors? No, no, no. The one with. Um... Oh, Seth Rogen? No, 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 not that one. Zach Efron. After looking it up. The Awkward Moment. Oh, I did not know. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan, Miles Taylor, and Zach Efron. <laughs> Weird. Mm-hmm. Three best friends find themselves where we've all been at the confusing moment in every dating relationship when you have to decide, so where is this going? Ah. Yeah. Back when they were all like burgeoning, yeah, actors coming up and yeah. so. hmm. that's good. Okay, where can oh, they find oddly us? Enough that was after Whiplash. Yeah. Um, you guys can find us on any of the podcast players, stations, whatever you want to call them. Um, 
podcast services. Yeah, we're, we're there. We're under-recasted. If you don't find us there, then uh, try a different player. Um, but we're the one with the most episodes. Yeah, we are. There's a couple of podcasts out there called Recasted. I feel like we're near 200. We're more than that. I feel like we're over 200. <laughs> so. We have four seasons of this. Yeah. <laughs> And five, season five is going to start soon. Yeah. Mm. So probably one more month of this season, and then we might take December off. Yeah. So so then maybe this month, and then come back in January with season five, and mm. brand new look, brand new sound. Oh. I'm replacing Chris. Okay. Chris is replacing me. It'll be two different people. <laughs> It'll be the other guys that are doing the other <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and we're going to start Humans or Dicks, so it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to have an actual theme song, though. Oh. Humans are dicks. dicks. Humans are dicks. God, we're dicks. God. <laughs> anyway, Chris, where can they find you? Um, or can they find you? You can still find me on Etsy and on Instagram under the Canuck Comic Guy store. Um, we got some big changes coming up in December and probably parts of January. So the store is currently in vacation mode. Um, nothing new will be posted there, so I do apologize, but I'm in the process of relocating. Another, another reason we might have December off. Yeah. Because <laughs> both of us are probably moving in December. <laughs> Processes of relocating our, our headquarters here, so mm-hmm. uh, we'll uh, we'll get back. Yeah. But we'll be back in the new year. So, yeah. Okay. And that was glory. Hallelujah. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. Um, yeah, that's it. Well. Sorry. Yeah, we're, we're, we're finishing off here. <laughs> we're, we're done. Yeah. So, from all of us here at Recasted. Uh, oh, crap. I go watch the quiz show. <laughs> I forgot which one we were doing. Go watch quiz show. <laughs>